everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Spill the D. I'm your host, Gina, and I'm joined here with my lovely co-host, Sabrina. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, uh, Sab wrote on here, lovely in all caps, to make sure that that is what she was called. <laughs> <laughs> I put that last week for you. Don't tell people the wrong thing. <laughs> I didn't notice it last week. <laughs> But welcome back, guys. Thank you so much for listening week after week. And if you're new here, welcome. We, this week, are celebrating Disney's 50th birthday. The best birthday celebration ever. Ever. Crazy. But yeah, guys, if you're listening to this on Thursday, the day it comes out, then tomorrow is the official 50th anniversary of Disney. But don't worry, Disney World will be celebrating for 18 months. In true Disney fashion, they're going to stretch it out as long as they can. (laughs) So exciting. How cool would that be if this is our 50th episode? I know. I was thinking about that this morning. I was like, I wish I would have known. We could have started sooner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like we would know last year. All right, I got it all mapped out. We're going to land on 50 on 50. We're good. Let's go. But yeah, they didn't even announce the 50th celebration until this year, so we wouldn't have known. So it wouldn't have been a big deal. Oh, well. But yes, so starting the news, as you all have heard before, this Friday, Friday, yes, almost said Saturday, is the first day of October, which is 50 years since Disney World has opened. On October 1st, 1971. It's so crazy. But yeah, so that's going to be our whole episode. So let's go into a little bit more Disney news. Rise of the Resistance is officially a standby line starting this past week. The wait has dropped to as low as 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, it does not need... It didn't need the virtual queue for as long as it had it, I feel like. They should do it with Tron. They should do a virtual queue with Tron and then get rid of it. So it's yeah. the same. Because when they open Flight of Passage, if they did virtual queue, they'd probably have the same outcome as Rise. Yeah. And it's funny because it kind of has the Flight of Passage effect where people rope drop it and then they end up waiting three hours. And then later in the night, it drops down way, way lower. So if you're there, based off what I've been seeing with the standby line and how long it's been taking for people to get on the ride because I work at a desk so I sit there and look at ride wait times all day because of who I am as a person it seems like if you are not the first people in line you're going to be waiting really long so I feel like at that point you should just go ride another ride and then go back later yeah don't rope drop it it's yeah. not worth the rope drop. Well, especially with the new early morning magic where you can go in earlier if you're staying at a Disney hotel. So those people are getting to the rope drop. And then by the time people who aren't in a Disney hotel get in, it's already three hours. Yeah. Well. And then 45 minutes by 4 o'clock. Ride it at 4. Yeah. <laughs> Chaos. Another exciting news is that they called the cast and crew of Indiana Jones the show back for rehearsals starting mid-October. I'm so excited. It's exciting. Yes. It's also funny that they need rehearsals. Like, that made me laugh reading the article. Why? (laughs) Because I just, like, felt like, I don't know, my brain just, like, didn't feel like it was a they needed to rehearse because it was, like, just showing us what they do. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's- Get out there and wing it every time. Yeah, that's like what it feels like sometimes, but I didn't know it was rehearsed winging it. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) There's fire and stuff. They can't just wing that. That's true. 
there's a plane a guy goes down a hole like yeah (laughs) yeah jumping off buildings they they gotta rehearse (laughs) pretty cool no start date to it yet though no but if they're already getting called back for rehearsals that's a good sign good hope for phantasmic (laughs) i know bring that back too disney bring that back too that's all we want we want it all. I'm really happy that you're bringing back Indiana Jones, but just keep bringing more and more stuff back. You're doing yeah. great, sweetie. <laughs> Forever in my head. All times. At all times. So the Polynesian, it has a 50th anniversary scavenger hunt for anyone who wants some more ways to celebrate. It is themed to the original ticket books that you used to buy when you went into the park to ride the rides. That's so cool. Yeah, and there has been hints that more resorts will have them, but the Polynesian is the first one to have it so far. They're the best. (laughs) Best, absolutely. Yeah, guys, everyone keep in mind, like, Magic Kingdom celebrating their 50th, but so is the Polynesian and the contemporary. But mostly the Poly. (laughs) But mostly the Polynesian. I know, that's so, so exciting. So exciting. I love it. And the scavenger hunt looks like a lot of fun. So definitely something to consider doing, especially as it starts getting colder and you can't go to the pool all day. True. So another thing of news, the boat rentals are back. Yay! You can officially rent pontoons and pontoons. <laughs> and pontoons. And pontoons. I think it might only be pontoons right now, but you can officially rent pontoons again. It's $45 for a half hour or 94 full hours. So after you go do your scavenger hunt, you can hop on the pontoon. That sounds like a great day. When are we going back? I would like to do that tomorrow. Right? I think it sounds like a beautiful day. That was a conversation that I had with Kayla. Was like, we could do anything cool. Like, whenever we wanted. In Disney? Yeah. Like, we could just kind of be like, let's go do the scavenger hunt in Epcot. And the next day. And the next day, I want to do the Christmas tree hunt in Disney Springs. Just go do it. I want to do the scavenger hunt at Polly. Go do it. All-Star Sports officially delayed opening. That stinks. Yeah, they said that it's because they want to keep going with the refurb. Yeah, okay. But if you had a room, yeah, they don't have enough people to work it. That's why. They're trying to stack everyone into the same hotels. They do not have enough cast members. If you had a room there, though, they're contacting you or you contact them or whatever, and then they'll move you somewhere else at no extra charge, which All-Star Sports is one of if not the cheapest hotels on property. Like, even out of the All-Stars, that one's usually cheap. So that's cool. you'll most likely get some kind of upgrade, which is cool. No matter what the upgrade, you're getting the upgrade. You're going to get some kind of upgrade because they're not opening it. Next bit of news is that Disney Holidays items are now available online on Shop Disney. So they have spirit jerseys and shirts. It's basically all I saw. But they'll be adding more, like home decor and blankets. Oh, I'm so excited for the holidays. Like Christmas holidays? Yeah, like Christmas. We're not done uh, Halloween yet. When we were at the mall today, there was a Christmas shop that was like, had just opened like a week ago. And I was like, um, it's September. (laughs) Like, wait a little bit after October starts. It probably works really well, though, if you want to be Santa or an elf or something for Halloween. Krampus? Yeah. Or, like, people that shop early for Christmas presents. I mean, I guess those people. I guess that's smart, though, because if you were going to the park for November 1st, you might want to wear the Christmas stuff. So you'd have to order that, like, now to make sure you got it in time. 
Well, like sometimes Shop Disney takes forever to order. If people are planning for their December, November Mm -hmm. trips, they can get the stuff now and then have it. True. But with that in mind, our tip of the day is to check Shop Disney before you buy things. So Shop Disney does sell a lot of the things that you find in the park. So if you're not sure if you want to buy something because of the price or something like that, check Shop Disney. They randomly have sales going on that you can apply. They randomly have free shipping, things like that. And the thing you want in the park might be cheaper to buy online or they might have almost the exact same thing, just a little bit different on Shop Disney that you can buy. Or if you didn't buy something and you regret it later, Go on Shop Disney. There's a chance it's online and you can still get it. Always have regrets. Always. Every time. <laughs> Not enough time or money in the world for things that I want at Disney. I know. If I had more money, like, it, things would be a lot easier. I'm just saying. I would be a lot heavier because I would get more food. I don't think I'd have enough room in my house for the amount of stuff I would buy. Especially if I had enough money that I can just ship everything back. Yeah. Oh well, my you god. You have enough money for a bigger house. True. Storage. Yeah, I could use a million dollars. That would be nice. More than that. More? <laughs> How much you want? More. Infinite. <laughs> See, I don't want to seem greedy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a million and I'll be happy. I could make that work for a few years. I know how I can spend money and I know how I can save money. So I can make it work. That's true. Yeah, million dollars. Thank you. A little at a time, not like a million at once. I would want like every month to get paid. Yeah, but isn't it like if you win the lottery and you only get a little bit at a time and then you die, it's done? What? So I think it's like, I could be totally making this up, but if not, this is actually a good idea for the lottery people. Write this down. It's like, let's say you won $10, okay? But we'll pretend $10 means a lot more. And you choose that over the next 10 years, you're just going to get a dollar a year. And you die after five years. That other $5 just goes back into the lottery. But if you were like, I want the whole 10 at once, then they don't take anything if you die. Then it's up to your family or friends or whatever to do something with it. Huh. I don't think I'm going to die within the next X amount of years. Well, no, but like, I'm just saying, you never know. I think that I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's a thing. No one plans on dying. Yeah. I want to die at Disney. <laughs> I think I'm riding, going riding a ride at old age. <laughs> what ride do you want to die on? People mover. How the heck would you? I want to go out screaming. You want to go out just like chilling and relaxing? You want them to just find your body when you come out of Space Mountain? Yeah. I want a peaceful, peaceful ride. I want a peaceful death. <laughs> you know how every time we go into Space Mountain, we, like, switch seats because it's yeah. so dark? And you try and, like, sit next to the person and scare them? Can you imagine if you switch seats and then just died? <laughs> yeah, People Mover is not the ride I would pick. I feel like I'd want to die on, like, Tower of Terror or something. <laughs> that, would, that would scar a lot of kids. Like, Tower of Terror? I feel like that would be scary. Like, someone had died on Tower of Terror, and then you're, like, going on it. I feel like, like someone block. probably already has, right? Someone passed away on Spaceship Earth. I guess we'll find out if anyone ever died on Tower of Terror when we do the Tower of Terror history episode this month. That's true. All right. Are you ready to get into today's topic? Yes. So, today's topic. For the 50th anniversary, we're talking about 
50 reasons to go to Disney as an adult. Which, I'm not going to lie, was easier to come up with when I thought. Because I, like, we were both typing, but, like, as soon as you got on a roll, it was just type, 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 type. Yeah. Well, and it's like, these are all the reasons that Gina and I still go to Disney. Yes. And why we honestly, everyone else. When I was thinking of my list, I was like, okay, how would I explain why I enjoy Disney so much to someone who hasn't been since they were a kid? Yeah. And that's what I was trying to think about. That was for like half of it. And then the other half of my thought process was what would I tell someone to do if they were looking for something different to do as an adult? That's true. So that was where my mind went. But yeah, this is how we spend our time at Disney World. (laughs) And we have a few answers here from the listeners because we did ask you guys on Instagram and you guys had some really good answers. A lot more sentimental than where my mind went. So I'm glad that we asked (laughs) My mind was like, food! Alcohol! Alcohol! <laughs> Shopping! Power of terror! <laughs> exactly. Right. So uh, you guys have the way better answers than we could have came up with. So I'm glad that we asked. Yes. So number one on our list is alcohol. <laughs> so many alcohol options there are. There's drinks the- everywhere. Yeah. And Disney is constantly trying to make things instagram worthy so they're just also pretty and fun yeah very photogenic places to go for alcohol yes it's great so good and if you get on the right side of the bartender not like the right side physically but like (laughs) the the good side of a bartender they'll accidentally give you more whoops it's just good drinks like they're not cheap by any means but they are good drinks and along with that comes number two disney has really fun themed bars yes i don't know about you the all the bars around me are either sports bars or dive bars there's no crazy theme and disney just has these wild themes like trader sam's the new space 220 lounge is basically a space themed bar like there's so much the jack Lindsay bar which is like or Jack Lindsay Hanger Bar. Yeah. Which is like, I don't even know how to explain it. Pilots theme? It's like a boat. It so looks like it's like a boat dock, but then it's hangar, like airplane themed. But yeah, you don't get that other places. Abracadabra Bar. Oh, the Abracadabra Bar. I really like that one. Fully magic themed. Oh, the baseline. Which is supposed to be, if you look, it has a bunch of the props from the old backlogs. So they, they come up with really creative, fun-themed bars because they know that that's what people like. And you just don't get that other places. You get, like, pop-up bars around me. I think by you, too. Like, they have that Alice Wonderland pop-up bar. We get Harry Potter pop-up bars. Yeah. But Disney is just nonstop all year round, these fun-themed bars. Yeah. Which I think people would make so much money if they had round-the-clock themed bar yeah definitely they need the licensing though yeah that's the perk disney has they have the licensing for all these things but they also their bars they just come up with the ideas trader sam's i mean the name came from disney but the bar itself was just a creative idea yeah so cool yes and then with more alcohol disney has buses on site meaning you can drink as much as you want and you don't have to drive or uber anywhere you just hop on a bus it's free. So it's make sure that someone's sober enough to realize what bus you're going on. 
<laughs> you might not get home for a while if you take the wrong bus. <laughs> if you get drunk to the point where you don't know what bus you're getting on, I feel like you earned that. <laughs> I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's happened a few times with people. Oh, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, take the right bus. Yes. But free bus. Our next one also includes some alcohol, but not really. It's going to be, I'll do the world showcase. So next one, world showcase is food, drinks, themed bars, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) So themed countries, very cool for an adult is getting home decor from countries that you want to visit, but can't. And a lot of decor, if you really love Disney, is Disney theme. So you get Mickey in Italy. Oh, little Mickey in Germany. That's my favorite. Like, <laughs> their outfits are so cute. The leader husbands. Yeah. But yeah. It's so cool because I love to travel the world. So, like, being at Disney is really nice because it's like you kind of get the same vibes from the countries that you either want to visit or have been to. And then you get the food and the drinks there. So it kind of. Very authentic. Yeah. It's very, very cool. And it's, I think it's more enjoyable enjoyable for adults. Oh, definitely. Kids do not enjoy the World Showcase that much. Especially, number five, festivals. Disney does their festivals. They have now four a year. Food and Wine, Festival of the Holidays, Festival of the Arts, and Flower and Garden Festival. So those all happen in Epcot, in the World Showcase. And that is worth going to as an adult. Kids... Don't really care. Adults, it is good food, good alcohol, and smaller portions so you can just eat your way around the world. It's amazing. It's so good that my parents have booked our October trip around food and wine. Oh my God, yeah. (laughs) My brother and his wife, they were teachers, so they always booked it for Rosh Hashanah. And they went to food and wine every year at Rosh Hashanah because they had off from work. I love it. Yeah, and if there's any Jersey people listening, go during Jersey week because it's literally just Jersey people there. First week of November, although COVID might be weird this year with it. Oh, with schools and stuff? Yeah, I don't know if they're still in school or not. Fair. So number six is going to be Disney Springs. So outside of the parks is going to be Disney Springs, which is so fun for a number of reasons, which we also included in different numbers of this 50 reasons. (laughs) Number seven, bar hopping at Disney Springs. More alcohol as adults. (laughs) You got Jack Lindsay's Hangar Bar, Wine Bar George. There's the bar outside of Polite Pig. There's the bar. You want to get alcohol anywhere. Yeah. And the best part is that Disney Springs all shares one alcohol license. And that's why you can walk around with your alcohol. Oh, I never knew that. Mm -hmm. So that's why you can buy like a frosé or something at the window for Wine Bar George and then just walk Disney Springs with it. It's so nice. It is. It's so, so nice. nice. The poutine place usually has good drinks too. We are not alcoholics, I promise. <laughs> no, but I can appreciate a good drink. <laughs> we tried bar hopping and I think I had two drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too cheap to be an alcoholic. <laughs> like, I have a few drinks and I'm like, I don't want to spend another $15. My thing is like, I get drunk at the first drink. <laughs> and then my second one's just to like hold over so I don't have a hangover. 
I have the opposite problem. I don't get drunk. It takes a while before I feel anything. So I'm like, oh, I can have more. Oh, I can have more. And then I've spent so much money and I'm mad at myself. <laughs> Financially drunk. Financially, my bank account is wasted. <laughs> All right. Number eight is enjoying a huge variety of the live music and street performers, both in parks at Disney Springs. They are everywhere and they are incredible. So good. They are so good. And if you cheer them on, it makes them feel better. So just, you know, clap. Don't just stand there. Yeah, Disney is really starting to bring them back, and it's really exciting. You can really tell in Disney Springs. Yeah. But, yeah, when we went, there was a girl who, like, really could sing. And I'm pretty sure the vibe was, like, EDM. It was interesting, yeah. She was going with a DJ, but she was singing. Yeah. It was quite odd, but cool. It was different. I liked it. Yeah. I definitely liked it. But yeah, Disney Springs is cool because when you walk from place to place, there's different live music. And as soon as you stop hearing one, you start hearing another. Yeah. And it keeps you preoccupied through a good time through Disney Springs. Yeah. I mean, they are most of them are set up that you can stop and listen and just sit and relax. And then the parks are, they got live music and street performers too. Not as much as they used to have. And they're slowly bringing them back, but... We need more. The street performers, the streetmosphere, that's what they call it. The streetmosphere in Hollywood Studios is the best, and I want it back. I love that. I want that on a shirt. Streetmosphere? I have never heard that. Yeah, that's what Disney calls it. Like, when you're in Hollywood Studios, the people who are supposed to be, like, auditioning, you know yeah. what I'm talking about, on Sunset Boulevard, yeah, that's the streetmosphere performers. I love it. Yeah. Bring them back, Disney. We want them back. We want them back. We want it now. Number nine, another Disney Springs shopping at this ginormous selection of stores. There are so many stores at Disney Springs that you just don't see other places. There's Beer Bradley, Lily Pulitzer. There's all different toy stores filled with Disney toys. There's the World of Disney, which is this ginormous Disney store that sells basically any Disney thing you can think of. There's so many different stores, and I know you might not want to give Disney more of your money, but it is really fun to go and just burn your money there. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really cool to see the shops there, because they, they aren't elsewhere that I've seen. I've never seen a Lily Pulitzer shop in person. Via yeah. Bradley, we have a bunch by me, but I've never seen, like, Lily Pulitzer, Basin, the hand soaps and stuff. Oh my god, I love that place. I love it. But I've only really seen that there. I haven't seen that other places. So there's a lot that I think are mainly there. What's that sock store? People like the sock store. I don't know, but we went into it. <laughs> I know I bought some socks there. Stance. Stance. Very good socks. 10 out of 10 recommend. They're good. I love them. Number 10 is... <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this down. I wrote your own fashion show. So like when you're at Disney, nobody cares what you're wearing. So you can test out ideas of what you've been wanting to wear your whole life at Disney. Nobody cares. It's so nice. So you can wear like your own shirts. You can design shirts. You can wear whatever you want to wear. You can wear patterns and stripes and literally nobody cares. You can wear whatever you want. And that's like the number one reason I want to be at Disney. And people actually compliment you. Yeah. There's no judgment what you wear or how you style anything. So the true. The weirder you look and dress, you get more compliments. Really, really nice for like confidence booster, for just enjoying your day. Because if you go into the grocery store wearing whatever you want, you get lots of stares. <laughs> 
Yeah, if you go in the grocery store wearing a pair of mouse ears, you get a lot of stares, which, by the way, is our number 11. <laughs> ears, ears, ears. Mouse ears are, they're cute. I don't care what anyone says. And as I an almost a- feel like I look better with them on. I'm not I am convinced. <laughs> I look at photos of myself. I don't know if I get, like, a confidence booster when there's mouse ears on my head, but I think the photos where I have mouse ears on are a thousand times better than any photo I ever take without them. Yes. Or even the other day, I was packing, and I put on a shirt, and I put on shorts, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And I put on my silver ears, and I was like, infinitely better like the outfit just is complete (laughs) suddenly it works I don't I can't really explain it like it just oh my god but it was it honestly like when I put the ears on I feel like 10 times better maybe it's because it takes away everyone looking at my face (laughs) I don't know but like it is a little confidence boost when you're in the park too because people will like compliment you on your ears be like oh I like your ears and it's fun to shop for ears kills you to spend the money but they're really fun to shop for to pick out like which ears you want for your trip oh ears ears yeah. ears yeah yes. I've wanted my silver ones for like two years and mm-hmm. then I finally got them and it was like the best moment ever you just put them on your head and it's like oh headache <laughs> they make the soft side ears now Disney's are not that great but there's my comfort ears which are really good I wonder if that's an invention people make a headache stopper for your ears. <laughs> My comfort ears. That's the brand. They. What do you put on? Or they're just ears? They're like soft-sided ears, so they're like a soft headband. Yeah. No, but I'm saying like the ones to stop Disney's ears from hurting. Oh, yeah, I don't like, know. Almost like a sunglass with like a big pad. <laughs> so I actually bend mine. So I take them off and I hold it and I grab the end and I bend it outwards a little bit. Like not that it'll break, but just that it'll kind of like turn the shape to be a little more outward. I think I've just gotten really used to the headache it gives me because it doesn't fall off and I appreciate that when it's windy. Oh, I've totally gotten used to it because I take them off and I'll have a little bruise behind my ears. I'm like, how did I not know this was happening? Yeah. I have a callus behind my ears. (laughs) That's all right. For real. Scars. Oh my god, I can I feel the they, headache now. I wish that me. you guys could see us right now on this podcast because we're both just sitting here touching behind our ears. <laughs> exactly where they lay, too. Yes. Then, so. Number 12 is also a source of headache. Coffee. <laughs> there's so many coffee options everywhere. There's Joffrey's, there's Starbucks, there's coffee elsewhere. There's lots of coffee at the hotels. Mm-hmm. I would recommend, which I'm so upset that we, I never got coffee there at Coronado Springs. It was closed every time we went. I know. There's a Barcelona bar, like coffee bar. So good. I've had it once during my DCP. It was so, so fancy. There's coffee everywhere you turn in Disney. There's somewhere to get it. You need it. Caffeine. Can't stop, won't stop, need that caffeine. And they have fun coffees. I don't even drink it. And there are times that I see people with it. I'm like, oh, I wish I drank it right now. Oh, the one at Disneyland. It's like my dream to get it. It has, it's an iced coffee, cold brew. It's a cold brew with cocoa puffs on the top. I knew that was the one you were going to say because I want it too. And I don't drink coffee. I just think it's so pretty. I'm not kidding. I think there's cream cheese in it. Oh my God. Probably good. I think there's cream cheese and cocoa puffs and coffee. 
It's probably so good. The food in Disneyland is supposed to be so much better than the food in Disney World. So, so number 13, as an adult, you have a little bit more of the ability to splurge for a certain tier of hotel that you might want. Because you're just paying for yourself to go on this trip. Maybe you and your significant other, you're not paying for kids. You're not paying for a whole family normally. So you can splurge and maybe put your money towards a more expensive hotel. With that, though, comes number 14, getting as cheap of a hotel as possible because you have no plans on being there. Yeah. If you are just planning to sleep there, go with the cheapest option. Yeah, you don't need anything crazy. You need a bed, maybe a TV if you're staying on property. And you can find that resort channel. <laughs> if not, you can pull it up on YouTube. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, that's all you need for your trip. <laughs> yeah, because you can also number 15 explore the hotels you can go out and about and look at the other hotels disney wants you to there's a little secret because they want you to want to stay there yeah so they want you to explore them and there's so much to do when you explore the hotels they have all these different activities going on you can walk through the lobby which are always themed perfectly Mm -hmm. Um, their pools are pretty to look at they have like activities elsewhere i want to (laughs) go i want to go explore so (laughs) like what we were saying about the polynesian scavenger hunt you don't need to be staying there to do that you can walk up and say i want to do the scavenger hunt please and they'll let you do it nobody has questions nobody will ask you anything and you can't technically do it but our number 16 is pool hopping (laughs) you can do it if you're brave enough (laughs) Yeah, nobody really cares. Don't don't be like a buffoon and like yeah. act a fool. But we're not endorsing it. You can try. But like, it. You can do it. I can say from being a lifeguard there, I would not know if someone was actually staying at the resort or not. Yeah, there's like three resorts that lock the gates. It's Polynesian, Riviera, and Yacht and Beach Club. Yacht and Beach Club, you now need a wristband to get into. Wow. You know how I figured that out? I tried to pull hop. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why are they? Che- what are they checking? Ah, uh, they're checking wristbands. But yeah, just like we as lifeguards on the sand, we don't care. I'm like, as long as you're not breaking the rules, it's okay. Yeah, no one's going to notice. But again, we're not endorsing that. We're not telling you to do that. Just it's an option that's there. It's, it's... that we would like to do. <laughs> oh, yes. Number 17 also is part of pool hopping. You can just demolish the kids at children activity games. <laughs> you're an adult. You're better than them. Prove it. Yeah. These games are intense and fun. <laughs> I'm not talking about the diving for the little, like... The little sinker toys and stuff, no. I'm talking about, like, their trivia games. Bingo. Oh, they're bingo. I forgot they yeah. had bingo. Yeah, they do trivia, bingo, name that tune. Demolish those kids. Scream the answer out. You're paying to be there, too. You liked Disney before they did. Yeah. They didn't even know what Disney was. Oh, my God. Demolish those kids. Like Disney, we do. You're a Disney adult. Be proud. Kick yeah. those kids' butts at those children's activity games at the pool deck. Yeah, they need to learn how to lose. Put them in their place. <laughs> no participation trophies in Disney. <laughs> what movie is that from? What? They there was a movie that they were like, you don't get a participation trophy just for being here. It's ridiculous. Oh, Mighty Ducks right? They got participation trophies, or she tried to, the series. 
Oh, the series. I thought you meant the movie. I was like, no, that's definitely not in the movie. He tried to give participation trophies and they were like, mom, what are you doing? Like, you you can't give trophies. It's like before the season even started, right? She had trophies for them. Yeah. Yeah. Before they were on ice. She was like, these are all for you. Yeah. None of that. Go kick those kids' butts at those children's activities. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Number 18 is meeting characters. Oh my God, do I miss this? As an adult, when I first met my first character, like, being conscious of them, I don't know how to word this right. (laughs) It's probably just adults listening, so you can probably say what you're trying to say. Okay. (laughs) Meeting characters as they're, like, just humans playing a role. It was weird for me at first to meet my first character, which was Baymax. And it was weird. I was uncomfortable. I had no idea how to function. But then, like... Once you, like, stop thinking about them as, like, people and start actually thinking that they're, like, real characters, I know it's hard to do as an adult. It's actually really fun. And they find it fun. And it's a whole fun experience. I can say, as someone who used to be friends with characters at Sesame Place, I liked it so much better when the parents were like, hey, Grover, what's up? And just rolled with that and not ruined it. Especially, like, kids are around and can hear it. So I always liked it a lot better, and it was more fun for me as well. Yeah. Plus, it's just, like, it's so fun. Like, not the characters that are, like, you can see their faces, but, like, I don't know what they're called. Costume characters. Costume characters. They're so fun to meet, which is also our number 19, is hugging them. Hugging costume characters are so fun, especially Pooh Bear. It's those big ones. The yeah. big ones. Sometimes you just need a good hug. You didn't you didn't even know you needed it until yeah. Pooh hugged you. And then you're like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Then it's a really fun game of charades. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so fun. Yeah, it's I don't know. I like that part. I've started to meet them. If I don't have to wait long, I will meet them. They had the Cheshire cat out the other day, and I was like, when did he become? <laughs> Here. They're calling you, Zab. They're telling you to get there now. Okay. Yeah, he was drinking tea with Alice, and I was like, I am so angry. <laughs> and the same line of characters, number 20, is not feeling obligated to meet the characters if you don't want to. You're an adult. If you don't have kids with you that you need to run over as soon as you see Mickey Mouse come out, you could be like, okay, cool. I'm going to go ride the ride instead of meeting you. I don't really care. Yeah. You can just wave at them and then move on your way. Yeah. Or you don't have to go wait in that 20-minute line to meet Mickey because you don't feel like it, and that's okay. There's no obligation from having a kid there with yeah. you that you need to go meet these princesses and these characters. Who's yeah. your favorite princess to meet? Um, I really liked meeting Tiana. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Um, and Al- Elaine, Elena of Avalon. Avalar? Elena of Avalar? I don't know her, yeah. but I liked meeting her. Because she was really fun, and I think that's because she gets dissed so often because you meet her after you met another princess, so people aren't waiting for her. <laughs> yeah, or you meet her right before Rapunzel, and you can see Rapunzel uh-huh. as you're talking to her, so you're just kind of, like, focused on Rapunzel. Because <laughs> you're like, I don't know you. Yeah. I've had two of the best conversations that I've had with characters, like, one was with her. I liked Anastasia and Drizella. I'm going to oh, count that. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I'm going to count They're fine. It has to be engaging, though, because otherwise it's awkward with them. Yeah, they're better with men. Yeah. 
because they have that like will you marry me do you have a kingdom like they have that kind of repertoire that they will do with men and like with women they don't really do it the evil queen no the stepmom stepmom mm-hmm. i was wearing a shirt that said lost i have no idea where the shirt came from or why i was wearing it but i had a shirt that said lost and she grabbed my shoulder and said whose child is this she's lost <laughs> and i just it was really funny <laughs> yeah i miss meeting them but yeah, yeah not feeling they obligated add, to do if you don't want to they add some fun into your day yes that little disney entertainment that you're paying for number 21 is parades these are so fun if you, like, feel tired or you've never seen them before. I remember when we sat down to watch the, like, full parade. It was enjoyable because we had nothing else that we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was in a rush to get anywhere else. Well, and some people really do enjoy the characters and really plan their trip around seeing the characters. So the parade is a really good chance to see them all. Yeah. Like, when I wore my Mad Hatter hat, I was fully waiting for the Mad Hatter to see me. And I don't even think he... I think Alice gave me more of a reaction. <laughs> no. The guy that's in the Rapunzel float gave me a reaction. Flynn Rider? No. Like, one of the duckling. The ugly duckling. duckling. Yeah. One of those guys that was, like, swinging from an axe. The ruffians. <laughs> Is that what they're called? Ruffians, thugs, poison ivy, quickstand, cannibals and snakes, the plague. <gasps> I love it. Yeah, when she hits them, she goes, ruffians, give me back my guide. I love that. <laughs> I like, I didn't even put two and two together that she called them that. Mm-hmm. With the parades also comes the shows. Another good stop. Nice little break during the day or if you want to see the characters or anything like that. And number 23 kind of goes with that. You can appreciate the adult humor that Disney is absolutely full of. Oh my gosh. Disney left and right pulling out adult humor. Examples, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, the Frozen Sing Along, the whole ride of Journey into Imagination just is randomly throw in little adult humor things that would be right over the kid's head like the whole time and you can appreciate that more as an adult and you would see things that you missed when you were growing up or that you didn't understand growing up even movies i feel like movies now that i'm an adult and i watch them back i'm like oh that's funny toy story yeah there was was it in finding Nemo? there was a movie i was watching the other day and i was like that is an adult humor right there <laughs> a lot of Pixar. Most Pixar movies have a lot of the adult humor or like the puns. I think Wreck It Ralph, which it's not Pixar, but Wreck It Ralph is really good for the puns that kids miss, but adults see it. Yeah. Which make it so much more funny. Mm-hmm. So you get that adult humor as an adult in Disney and you can see the puns and things like that. And that's really fun. Okay. So number 24 is going to be No Longer Afraid of Tower. Although I was never really afraid of that as a kid. Some people are. Yeah. So if you're afraid of Tower as a child, you're not afraid anymore. Along with that is 25, no longer afraid of Haunted Mansion. You know, those pop-out things still get me. (laughs) (laughs) Ha-ha. It's not scary. It's just like, I know they're coming. And then it, like, pops out, like, right when I least expect it to. Ooh. (laughs) They're both pretty terrifying as a child. Yeah. Oh, my. Like, especially the, the bride whole scene. That still freaks me out. I always try and count the things I see in that scene, like count all the men and stuff like that, and try and find something new every time yeah. I'm in there. 
Well, I think if you don't stare at the picture long enough, you can't see that their head comes off. So yeah, like, if you catch it at the wrong time or like yeah. you don't see it until right before you leave the room, then he just has a head. Yeah, then you're like, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you kind of get it. She's holding an axe. Yeah, but she could be chopping them off instead of their head. Chopping what? Like them, their body. I don't know if I was going to chop someone. I think I'd go for the head. I've seen Endgame. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can't argue that logic. 26, you are, as an adult, 90... We'll go 98% of adults are probably tall enough to ride every ride that <laughs> Disney offers. So, at the last time you were there, you were six years old and you weren't tall enough to ride. Guess what? You are most likely tall enough now. And at the same time, you are not too tall for any rides. Number 27, Disney rides are meant for all ages to enjoy. There is not a single ride in Disney that I have not been able to ride on due to my height. And again, 98%. I'm sure there are men who are seven feet tall who cannot fit on the rides, but... My family's pretty tall. My 6'4 brother fits on everything. Yeah. Oh, I love rides. They're good for everyone in Disney. You are good to go. And on those rides, number 28, there are so many minor details that you just don't notice when you're a kid. That you might not even notice as an adult, but now that we're here telling you to look for them, look for them. There are little hidden things, like Constance chopping off her husband's head. You might have just thought it was an attic. (laughs) Or... Minor details can be hidden Mickey's. That's true. Or even Mr. Toad handing over the deed to yeah. the ride for Winnie the Pooh. That's definitely an adult thing rather than a kid thing because they won't understand who Mr. Toad is. <laughs> oh, in Haunted Mansion, the tombstones. Or when you're walking down Main Street and you look up at the windows, they have all of the names of people who worked on Disney World and creating it. And you see Walt Disney's name at the very end and they have little details like that or when you walk down into the little alleyway you hear the voices going like those are minor details that you don't notice as a kid or you don't appreciate or you don't realize what you're looking at so those minor details are very fun to see as an adult love it so we have 29 time away from work Woo! get out of work stressful work number 30 time away from the news the news has been so negative. It's been like 90% negative, 10% positive since day one that I've watched the news. And there are no newspapers in Disney. Yes. Number 31, time away from the outside world as a whole. You aren't fully in a Disney bubble. Your exits are Disney. Your hotel is in Disney. You're staying off property. You're still in Disney. <laughs> You're yes. in a Disney bubble. You don't know anything that's going on. I remember the first time that my friend Brian went with us to Disney and we left and he was like, I have no clue what's been going on in the world. And he hadn't been since he was a kid. And he was like, I have no idea what happened this whole last week because you were just so, first of all, invested in what you're doing. You don't care what's going on in the world. Yeah. You know, effect, right? What? Is that what it's called? A casino effect. So like you're inside a casino and you don't know how much time has elapsed as you have been there. Interesting. I've never heard that, but I yeah, I like it. The real name, but I always call that the Disney bubble effect. So we'll call it the casino effect. I like it. <laughs> and then number thirty-two. If you have kids or <clears throat> a dog, via you get time away from them. It's so nice. It's a nice. <laughs> it's it's a nice break to not wake up 
every morning at 6 a.m. to walk her half asleep. I'm still up at 6 a.m. at Disney, but that's different. That's for myself, not for her. It's nice. I love her. I know you guys love your kids, but it's so nice away from them. You're not a bad parent if you leave for the weekend. Just enjoy your alone time at Disney. Yes. (laughs) Go have fun on that girl's trip. Call your kids once a day. You're good. They're fine. They're fine. Dad's got it. House is not on fire. (laughs) <laughs> they probably don't even realize you're gone. <laughs> oh, they know. <laughs> <laughs> Number 32, the food. Oh my God, the food. The food. The food. <laughs> the food. I love food and I have no shame in that. And I love good food. Yes. Food everywhere at the park, at Disney Springs, at your hotel, at the 7 Eleven. Anywhere in the Disney bubble, it is amazing. <laughs> it is so good. And we're talking why you should go as an adult that we have to talk about the boozy food. Disney has ice cream martinis and booze filled beignets. Like, what? It's so good. So good. It is so good. amazing. Again, oh. high end meals with that boozy food. Yeah. So, so good. It, I don't even know how to explain it. Like I leave and we go to boozy, bougie restaurants here and it's, it's nothing compared to Disney. It's something about just like getting dressed up and going out and having that high end meal that you wouldn't normally have. I know I spent like $50 on a steak. No, it had to be more than 50. I don't know. At California Grill, we spent a lot of money on steak and scallops and it was so good and I did not regret it for a second. You don't even need to get dressed up. We went to the French restaurant, the, like, fancy one, <laughs> in Mickey ears, a t-shirt, and shorts. Yeah. Nobody cares. No. It's so amazing. Nobody cares. I wasn't even wearing makeup. Although, number 36 is dressing up. Some people really do like that one night out, going and dressing up and looking all cute. And I know, personally, I am shorts and a t-shirt at all time, leggings and a sweatshirt in the winter. When I'm feeling fancy, I put on a crew neck instead of one with a hood. So, like, for me, that one night of going out and dressing up is really fun because I don't do it often because I don't enjoy doing it on the daily, but that once a year is nice. Every time I dress up at Disney, I feel like it's called, like, a Disney glow. Like, you glow up while you're at Disney because you're, like, on a high and your body can feel that. And then you dress up to go out to dinner or to go to the park dressed up. I know we only did that a few times. But, like, it just – you're – your glow is so insane. <laughs> yeah. And when you're dressed up, there are really, really cute photo spots in Disney. There are so many spots that you can go and get. First of all, you can go and get like a nice photo of yourself or you and your significant other or whatever taken like professionally with the Disney photo pass. But sometimes it's just nice. Go get your photo taken on your phone or whatever while you look nice. And there are so many spots. Disney hooks you up. We've taken photos at basically all the resorts. There's funky walls everywhere. Disney knows what they're doing. It's free advertisement when you take the picture and post it online. So that's why they make it so pretty. Yeah. They have walls. They have pretty much any photo spot you want is available. Yeah. Photo people. So... This is, like, odd for us to say, but there are photo spots. Yeah, there's some cute ones. And it's funny when you're walking through a park and you go, oh, that's where that wall is, because you've seen it on Instagram a thousand times. Yeah, that was me finding the purple wall for the first time, or realizing that it was, like, a thing. 
I was like, is that the wall in Tomorrowland? Like Mm -hmm. behind rocks? (laughs) So it used to be, I remember when this started, it was an Instagram page called like found the purple wall or something. Yeah. And people would search the park for the purple wall because it's hidden behind the rocks. And then you would take a picture, post it and tag this Instagram page. And then they would share your photo. And then so many people were doing it. Disney kind of capitalized on the popularity of the wall. I love it. Now they have like lounge flies. Yeah. You know how it has that funky design on it with all the different shades of purple? That wasn't there. It literally was just the pretty purple. Oh. Like my first picture I ever have in front of it, it was just the purple. Because I was like, I need a picture in front of the wall. And then the next time I went, they had painted it. Sneaky. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Another one with food, number 38. There are more expensive snacks than you're used to, but it's like in the best way because they are high quality snacks. It's not the snacks you get when you're walking around the mall. It's one of the best cupcakes you've ever had. It's a delicious piece of candy that's homemade in the back. Like it's really good snacks that you put that money into, but it's so worth it. I know if and when I get pregnant, I need to be by Disney because I will crave these snacks as a pregnant woman like I can already feel it I'm gonna be like oh I need a churro from Tomorrowland I don't even think that's an option I need a churro from Sunset Boulevard (laughs) like I need like the Caesar salad that's on (laughs) that's a meal but yeah we'll go there (laughs) uh it's a snack for me I don't even think I need to be pregnant to want it I'm craving it at all times I'll be sitting there and I'll just be like you know I could really go for the buffalo popcorn from Epcot right now. <laughs> the popcorn. So when somebody suggested a popcorn bucket the other day on our Instagram story, I like got sad. Like my whole body felt like depression hit because I was like, I want popcorn. I want oh, to see God. popcorn now. I I need the sour cream. <laughs> what, what did I used to call it? Sauerkraut and chocolate. Yeah, you thought it was sauerkraut and chive. I was like, that's disgusting. Who eats that? Yeah, I was so ready to have it. Yeah, it's so good. And yeah, they're not the cheapest snacks, but they're, oh, they're so good. They're so good. They're so good. Yes. Disney also has specialty meals. Victoria and Albert's, for example, they have the chef table where literally no kids are allowed there. Like, they have specialty adult experiences yeah, that are amazing. Just another reason. Go to Disney as an adult. Another reason. Another reason. Another one is all the ice cream options. Nobody's telling you no. There's no, I mean, I go with my parents still. And they, they don't ever tell me no anymore. <laughs> There's ice cream everywhere. I mean, like, other desserts, too. Yeah. But mainly ice cream. It's everywhere. There's not a single spot in, on Disney property where you won't be able to find at least a Mickey ice cream bar. So good. I could have four, like, in a row. And not think twice. And not be full or want anything else than just the ice cream. I had the ice cream bar once at, like, 7 a.m. Like, getting there at the park. <laughs> good I breakfast. Like, I would like a Mickey's premium bar right now. We had it, we rope dropped Flight of Passage, and in the rope drop, they had, like, a snack bar in the line, 
as we were waiting and we got Mickey's bars. <laughs> Mine as well. If you're yeah. waiting, you might as well have a snack. You're on vacation. You're allowed to have ice cream yes. whenever you want. You can eat. I usually eat ice cream multiple times a day while I'm in Disney. So Nobody's questioning you. My I'm big hot. thing, no matter where I go on vacation, I have ice cream once a day. And then I get back and I'm like, how did I gain five pounds? I don't understand. Why is there pimples on my face? What is happening? <laughs> That's me. I come home from Disney and I'm a hot mess. I what go to Disney even- and I'm skinny and my face is clear. I leave Disney and I have pimples and I'm chunky. <laughs> Why do I have pimples? I wasn't dehydrated, sweating, and eating junk food. I don't understand. We <laughs> mean it in good, good terms. Not We're not complaining. We Yeah, we, no, it's fantastic. <laughs> Simple. I would take Disney acne any day. Dacne? Yeah. Dacne. Dacne. <laughs> yes, with Give that, t- number 41 is Backstage Tours. You can really appreciate it now that you're older. Um, they have tours through the safari at Kilimanjaro Safari. They have tours through Magic Kingdom. They have tours through the undergrounds of places. I don't know if there's any at the resorts. There is resort tours. For example, if you go to Fort Wilderness, you can do a Segway tour that goes through the resort. <laughs> those, those are like advanced adult stuff. Person thing, but we're, <laughs> we are targeting all adults right now. Yeah. But yeah, backstage tours are really cool. I really, really, really wanted to do the one over safari, the safari, but I couldn't find anybody that wanted to do it with me. Slash, I just like ran out of time. Yeah, we weren't friends yet because I would have done it with you because I, I was trying to find someone too. Um, by the time it was like my birthday time, like nobody wanted to spend $149 for a backstage tour because we were already broke. <laughs> I did the Keys to the Kingdom tour and I 1000% recommend that for anybody who is even remotely interested in Disney. Like it is such a cool experience. It's expensive. You need to buy the tour plus you need a ticket to the park for that day. But it is really cool. Yes. And I definitely recommend it. And it includes lunch. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mine didn't because I had the modified college program one. But it normally includes lunch. And you learn a lot of really cool, crazy facts about Disney. And you appreciate them. And then you can impress your friends with your Disney knowledge. and Or bug the people that don't really care. Yeah, exactly. I bug everyone that does it. I'm like, not that you need to know, but... (laughs) Anyone that will stand still, if they're like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of interested even a little bit in Disney. I saw Mickey Mouse one time. I saw a Mickey Mouse cartoon one time when I was younger. I'll be like, oh, my God, did you know that I did the Disney college program? I now have a Disney podcast, and here are 10 facts you need to know about Mickey Mouse. (laughs) For real, it happens a lot. <laughs> so that was one through 41. For 42 through 50, we actually pulled some of the answers that people gave on Instagram. So this is where I'm saying that some of them get a little little bit deeper than how me and Sab think because of who we are as people. So this is good. Thank you to our listeners for balancing us out. So 42, you need magic at any age. I love that. That's so sweet. It's so true. Like, you don't ever, you don't just grow up and all of a sudden you don't need magic in your life. Like, you still need it. Yeah. Your life is getting harder. You need more magic than you did as a child. (laughs) I was literally just about to say that. If anything, you need more magic. Number 43 is a happiness bubble. I agree to this a thousand million percent because the whole time during my program, I don't think I was sad. 
there was not one day there was like sad moments where like a ride was closed or we weren't allowed in Hollywood studios but the happiness bubble is real it's yeah almost scary (laughs) yeah I agree it's pure happiness from the moment you get there to the moment you leave I think I am my best version of myself when I'm in Disney because I'm just on a high that whole time and it's like nothing can bring me down adrenaline is real (laughs) i'm telling you i'm gonna get that on a t-shirt because i say it all the time coins no one take it i'll be so upset (laughs) (laughs) this one i think is really funny because this one actually came from kirkisha anyone who has listened in the past knows who kirkisha is and he is on the same wavelength of me and sab as far as not being a very deep person and he said the rides duh Way to go, Gurkisha. Thank you. Thank you. He's right. We did kind of not say just in general, do the it for ride. the rides. So, yeah. yes, go to the Disney as an adult because the rides are fun. Yeah. And there are some, like, quote, adult rides. I think there are, like, two, three, maybe four across property. No, there's way more than that. I'm going to argue on that one. Okay. I'd like Shoot. to state my debate. <laughs> okay. I bet you I can name ten. Okay. Rock and Roller Coaster. Tower of Terror. I'm going to say Smuggler's Run. Mission Space. Orange. Yes. Yeah. Green is meh. Test Track. It goes up to 64.9 miles per hour. They say 65. What do they call that like an adult ride though? Like, yeah, it's cool. Okay, I'll count it. Space Mountain. Yeah. Flight of Passage. Expedition Everest, Dinosaur, oh, I'm at nine, I need one more. Big Thunder. I Big Thunder, I think, is, it's not that intense of a roller coaster. I'm trying to think. I'm going to go with Jungle Cruise because I don't think children understand the jokes. Which I know is a stretch to reach ten, but I'm still going to do it. Okay. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 the Blizzard Beach. The the one where it drops, like, basically straight down. Oh, Summit Plummet. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that one. That was a stretch. I really just, like, I shouldn't have gave myself such high standards if I can name 10, but. Some fully adult rides, but. Yeah. I'm sure people are screaming at their car radio right now or their AirPods because I forgot one, but. Hopefully soon we'll have another one, too. Tron. Uh, Tron is definitely going to be... Oh, and Galaxy Edge. Yeah, they are both going to be more towards adult rides. Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't wait for it. What did I just say? Galaxy's Edge? Yeah. I was picturing Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm so excited. I hope that we can see Chris Pratt. I just want to see his face. Yeah, we should go opening day because I have a feeling someone's going to be there. Like Bradley Cooper. Oh. 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 Uh, he is such an underrated member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. He's for, he's like, forgotten all the time. On a good day, my boyfriend kind of looks like him. <laughs> I'm convinced that Rick randomly looks like Chris Pratt, but he actually looks like Zach Ertz. Um, American? No, he looks like Captain America. You think Rick looks like Chris Evans? More than all the other characters that you just named. I'll take it. I'll take that. He'll be very happy to hear that. I'm sure he's <laughs> sure he's blushing in his car right now listening to this. If we, were, if we were to name them out of the MCU, I think Luke would be Bradley Cooper, not Rocket. <laughs> well, Zach Ertz is from <laughs> Zach Ertz is an eagle, but 
<laughs> but still. <laughs> All right. So next one, someone said that adults should go to Disney because every time they go, they get filled with joy and excitement. And it's literally just a, a fun, happy place. I have this joke sometimes that like people ask me, they're like, why do you go to Disney so much? And I try to explain it. And then I was like, when I leave Disney, it's almost like I have a full canister from Monsters, Inc. And as it slowly uses all my energy, I need to go back to fill it up. <laughs> and like, that's the best way I've explained it to someone. I was like, I have to go yearly to get my... Get your fix. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. You have to get filled with joy and excitement. Yes. It's you have to feel something. <laughs> I don't feel anything unless I'm at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Number 46 is to relive the magic which I think that's really cute. Yeah. With all the changes to, like, the what I'm going to say, new Disney, it feels different than old Disney. Old Disney is definitely one of those you need to relive that because it was, I don't want to say pure, but, like, it was just, like, it's better. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Said I'm going to say it? Yeah, I'll stand by it. You can fight me. Honestly, I think, like, when you go as a kid, there are certain things that you remember. Because I know one of my first memories from Disney is watching the fireworks. And going back as an adult and watching the fireworks again, I still get the same feeling that I did as a kid. Because that is just, like, that's part of the way that I am. I thoroughly enjoy fireworks. I always have. I always will. So that's one of those things that stays with me there, too. So it's reliving those moments I had as a child that, you know, some things never change. So reliving that magic as an adult, it feels exactly the same as I did when I was five. Timeless magic. Number 47, like Seb said, a lot of things have changed and they do a lot of things different now. So every time you go, you get to find new things that you love and then you can do them. Sometimes they cost money. <laughs> like renting a pontoon boat. That was my oh first God. thought. Yeah. Because I loved going out there on the boat and that was something I never did growing up. Like my family never rented a pontoon boat. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's fun, too. I wish I started writing down new things that I found every time we visited because mm -hmm. it turns into what I look forward the most to the next time we go. The Cheshire Cattail, when I found that, it was, like, life-changing. Yeah, food, too. Finding new foods that you love. Because then there's certain things. When you go for the Cheshire Cattail, every time I go back for the orange crush float. So or the the impossible burger. I've literally had to maintain my like cool doing things because I'm like in 16 days <laughs> from, from Friday. <laughs> I get the impossible burger. I, I get to eat the impossible burger. We're so we close. Ratatouille. Like, oh, I love it. Number 48. Do I say this exactly how this person wrote it? Yeah freedom <laughs> they put a lot of ease they put freedom <laughs> yeah they also put you as freedom you have so much freedom as an adult going with your friends going with your significant other whatever you have so much more freedom than if you have children there or than you did as a child because if the last time you went you were nine years old you could not just walk away and do what you wanted and when you go with your friends instead of like your family members like family members you have to like do things as a family so you have to do what your sisters want to do or your brother wants to do but as an adult you can do what you want to do and you don't need to do what your sisters wanted to do <laughs> although they never did like 
there's nothing in Disney I don't want to do. Yeah. So it's not like horrible. It's just if I want to ride Space Mountain four times in a row, I can. Or even Sab and I, I was waiting for my breakfast and it was taking forever. And she said, I'm going to go get a cocktail. And I said, okay, because we're adults and we have the freedom to just go get it. And all right, cool. I'll meet you here in 10 minutes. Like you have the freedom to do that. And Gina has the freedom to pee every five minutes. Every five minutes. <laughs> no one can stop me. Or like my dad, because of Disney buses and transportation, he goes back and naps in the middle of the day. Cause that's, or he goes back and we'll turn on the Phillies game in the middle of the day and probably close his eyes and just listen to it for like an hour or two. Yeah. Or take accidental naps. Yeah, definitely. But you have the freedom to do that in Disney. And that is something that I think really sets it apart from other places. Number 49, just because it makes you happy and that should be reason enough. (laughs) I agree. I did not read that before I said it, so that was very cute. It makes us happy, like unbelievably, indescribably happy. Nothing else in this world has made me that happy. <laughs> I should Seb, not say that. <laughs> Seb, should we uh, get you to a therapist? <laughs> we should not say that. I love my dog, and I love my boyfriend, and I love my family. <laughs> Hello! And I love Gina, which you guys all know. We have a podcast together. <laughs> I would not do this if I didn't love her. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. If it makes you happy, who cares? And if you're like, I'm an adult, I shouldn't be going to Disney all the time. Who cares? It makes you happy. Do what you want. And also, it's your money. Yeah. Don't let anyone shame you. There is no judgment. Go as much as you want. I'm about to go twice. We won't judge you. Send us pictures every time you're there. We'll be really happy to see it. Yeah. I went three times one year from Jersey. I went, no, I only went twice last year, but it was closed for half the year. So I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, and we both are going twice this year. Oh, no, I went three times. I went January, October, and December. Yeah. January, September, and December. Oh, wow. It's worth it. Yeah, it definitely is. And number 50. This is my favorite answer, and that is why it is number 50. I literally laughed out loud when I read it because I think it's the most accurate thing, and it kind of proves that we didn't need to do this episode. You want to say it together? (laughs) One, two, three. Why not? Why not? Do you really need a reason to go to Disney as an adult? Just do it. Yeah. Even if it's your first time. I mean, go with someone that's been a bunch. Don't go like <laughs> multiple first timers together because you're going to have a really tough time trying to figure You'd it still out. have fun though. Yeah. That's where the freedom comes in of just figuring it out as you go. <laughs> yeah. I have seen three people have their first time at Disney and it is so cool to see it through their eyes. Yes, definitely. It is so like they've desired to go there for so long and they're there and their brain is like on fire and I love seeing it. I'm so excited for when we go to do the princess run. Some of my friends who have never been there or haven't been since they were little are going and we're going to Hollywood Studios. I'm pretty sure we haven't figured it out yet, but I'm pretty sure we're going there for Galaxy's Edge because they're Star Wars fans. And I'm so excited to see their faces. Yeah. Like, I think I'm just going to like walk in front of them with a big smile on my face. Like, all right, let's go. I love it. Walk backwards so I can see their faces the whole time. Yeah. My boyfriend, this is his first time ever. He's 25. So He's never been to Disney. This is so exciting for me, and I know I'm more excited than he. I can feel it. (laughs) So exciting. That is it for our 50 reasons to go for the 50th and after. Just remember, because why not? Why not? What's that Hilary Duff song? Why Why not? not? Take a crazy chance. Why not do a crazy dance? That should be the title. 
Why not? Why not? I know. Should we give credit to who said it? Let me look. It was the Pixie Princess Duo on Instagram. Good answer. Yeah, Pixie Princess Duo, if you're listening, thank you for that answer. We loved it. That was great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Absolutely loved it. But yeah, that is it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Always. We appreciate it. We love doing this. We love you. 36 weeks, 36 podcasts. And you've made it this far with us. Thanks, friends. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, if you want to be on our podcast, you want to say hi, you want to talk about anything, DM us on Instagram at SpillTheDPod. You can find our TikTok at SpillTheDPod. And you can email us, SpillTheDPod at gmail.com. That is it. And I can't wait for Friday for Disney's 50th anniversary. I'm so excited. The best 50th anniversary anyone has ever celebrated. Ever. And we get to be a part of it. That's so exciting. Yes, I'm so excited. Yeah, we have our own float. Look for us. Yeah. (laughs) We'll be waving from the top. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to be just spilling out the letter D everywhere. So that's our advertisement. Yep. Spilling the D. Spilling the D. Spill the D. That is it, and we love you guys. And next time, we will see ya at the castle. You can go to Disney. You'll have so much fun. So why not? Why not?